0: All right, we are back. It's the Justin Kinner Show with Kev Nash live here on Dayton's ESPN radio station, 1410 Wing AM. I know with us living an hour from Cincinnati, Bengals fans are always like, man, can you guys please talk more Browns and less Bengals? And you know, if you ask for it, you know, you know I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. And uh, I'm excited to continue talking more Browns today, of course, as that's the main topic of conversation across the board as everyone keeps an eye on this Deshaun Watson situation in Cleveland. And joining us now from ESPN Cleveland, we have Emmett Golden hanging out with Emmett, welcome in, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for
1: having me, guys.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I mean, Kev said we're going to have you on. I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk to him about. There's really not a whole lot going on uh, in Cleveland. I'll open it up with this. You know, I want to be, I always have to keep putting this disclaimer out on the show that uh, when we talk to Sean Watson, I don't feel like checking social media. I'm being met with a bunch of, oh, I can't believe you support X, Y, and Z. I have to keep putting out the disclaimer that, hey, you know, I'm going to be a fan of the quarterback, not the person. uh, And that's how I just kind of brush off a lot of the, uh, the complaints or whatever, if you will. But when you heard that Cleveland was uh, getting Deshaun Watson in this trade. How how are you approaching this? How how do you talk about the Deshaun Watson trade to Cleveland?
1: Oh man, it's it, I was on the air live when the news broke, and I was speechless because it was a lot to take in at the moment. And my co-host Rod Cherry looked at me and said, Emmett, we don't get paid to be speechless." So you make an excellent point, um, but it took me a few minutes to really you know let it all sink in. And honestly. Like, up here, we just allow people to have their opinion. We've had people call and be very upset and say that they're not going to, you know, uh, root for the Browns anymore. And the way we approach it is, you know what, that's your right. the, The Cleveland Browns knew when they made this move that there would be a backlash, so let the backlash happen. You know, me personally, I do my best to try to be fair, so I've been conflicted through it all understanding that there hasn't been, you know, wasn't enough evidence to file a, or to get him criminal charges. Now I know he's going through the civil suits, but I also go, man, 22 women. Could they all be lying? I doubt that. So I'm very conflicted. And, you know, as far as, you know, rooting for the team or whatever, uh, you know, I, I root for Denzel Ward, you know, a Northeast Ohio guy, Nick Chubb, Joe Patonio. Like those are the guys that I think still deserve, our support, you know, but when people call and they're outraged and they say they're done with the Browns, I get it.
2: So what was the reaction to the fan base after he signed that big contract? Looks like Deshaun Watson got a raise.
1: Oh, I mean, it was definitely kind of like how could you give a, a guy with, you know, with all these allegations that much money, Browns sold their soul. I mean, that's been the reaction here, and I think what it comes down to is that the Browns have always said they were going to be aggressive. I've talked to Andrew Barry on my show here in Cleveland several times, and he always talks about being aggressive. It gets no more aggressive than giving a quarterback the biggest contract, you know, guarantee-wise in NFL history with 22 civil lawsuits pending. So I don't think it gets more aggressive. Then that, and that in the reaction, like you said, or like you know, as you asked me, was what, like wow they gave this much money to a guy that they don't even know will play next year because it is a huge risk if if he you know if he's suspended for
2: a full year. And now we're hearing all the rumors about potentially he may not even be suspended; to he'll be suspended for an entire year.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the the tricky part about all this. Is there's so much information all over the place, right? There's articles that have been written um, where women have said, you know, Deshaun has done X, Y, Z. There are articles that have been written that says he didn't do anything. He's always been great. There, there are people that believe he'll get suspended for four games. There are people who believe he'll get suspended for a year. This thing is an absolute complete mess, and trying to figure out, trying to figure it all out is next to impossible. So, you know, for me personally, I'm trying to let it play out and, you know, wait till we get a lot closer to the end of all this because there's so much information. It's really difficult to understand what's true, what's false, and nine times out of ten, we all know the truth is usually somewhere in the middle.
2: Have you heard any reaction from the players that are on the team because it's been kind of chill on social media and everything like that from the players?
1: Yeah, initially I want to say – You know, Greg Newsome, you know, rookie cornerback last year, jumped on Twitter and said something like, okay, let's bring Juice back, you know, referring to Jarvis Landry. Um, I saw guys kind of like, you know, some tweets of Deshaun that's coming here. So everybody's being careful because they understand, you know, um, how volatile the situation is, right? If a player comes out and goes, oh, man, I'm so happy he didn't do it. Now all of a sudden you have a whole lot of people you know, that you will know, we'll be angry at that person, at that guy. I'm sure from a football standpoint, the guys feel pretty good about it. Um, from a moral standpoint, you know, I'm not sure. And, and I think maybe they might not be sure. And that's why there hasn't been a whole bunch of reaction from them on social media.
0: We have Emmett Golden with us here on The Justin Kinner Show with Kev Nash live on Dayton's ESPN radio station 1410 Wing AM. Emmett Golden from ESPN Cleveland, co host of The Next Level with Emmett and Jared, of course, uh, in the afternoon. Excited to be hanging out with him here this afternoon, of course, as we're diving into all things uh, Cleveland Browns surrounding this Deshaun Watson situation. Uh, as far as Baker Mayfield's concerned, Emmett, again, a hypothetical here, but let's say the Browns who missed the playoffs this past year, obviously. Uh, Let's still say they missed the playoffs, but Baker had a very good, solid year. You know, let's say his arm doesn't get hurt. It doesn't mean he's a top-ten quarterback or played at a high level. But if he just had that solid average year to keep on pace with what he did the season before, does this deal still get done? Because I think the front office was very well aware that, hey, a lot of his struggles stemmed from the injury. But at the same time, it's not very often that you have a chance to upgrade to get a top-five quarterback in the National Football League. Was this done regardless of the struggles that Baker had this past year due to the injury, or did they just lose faith in him altogether?
1: I think it would have happened no matter what, and understanding that Baker was injured. and The the Browns deciding to move on from Baker wasn't 100% due to the, the quality of play last year. A lot of it had to do with that and his attitude. You know, um, Baker is a guy who kind of carries himself like Aaron Rodgers, and he is not as good as Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) You you know, it's tough to pull that off if you're not playing well. And he's, you know, burned some bridges in the uh, the locker room with some guys, and and really when the Odell Beckham Jr. thing happened, it really split the locker room. So I think ultimately the Browns felt, it probably would be best to move on for him, but they wouldn't have done it unless they had an opportunity to get a quarterback that is better. And I think we can all agree Deshaun Watson is better than Baker Mayfield.
2: So what were your thoughts about Baker's letter to the fans of Cleveland and his wife always on social media? What was the reaction that you guys had on your show?
1: I mean, he he said bye before he was traded. And that's it. You know, that's it right there. That's the type of stuff that the Browns you know, kind of rolled their eyes at, right? Like when he was injured, and the Browns said he's dealing with a right sh- or left shoulder injury. That's all they said. They didn't want the details out. Well, Baker Mayfield goes to Jay Glazer and tells them all of the specifics to the injury. And, you know, that's a no no in the NFL when it comes to injuries. Teams don't want the information out, but Baker felt like it's best for me to give the details so when I play poorly, everybody can say, oh, see, it was his shoulder. Um, So it's those type of things. It's the letter before, you know, he left. It's the demanding of a trade after Deshaun Watson. (laughs) It was reported that the Browns were out. Like, that was a vindictive move. That was high. You know what? Now you guys are going to be stuck without a quarterback because I want to trade now. And that's the way that he carries himself. So um, the Browns are in a tough position, but I think Baker's finding out that, the NFL doesn't really see him as a, you know, a franchise changer.
2: Now, Emmett, I got to be 100% honest with you. I'm born and raised in the 216. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I, I love the Guardians. I love the Cavs. But I am one of those people from Cleveland that is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Don't hate me. Oh, for God. <laughs> oh, man. Stay in date. <laughs> So, what do you make of the rumors about the Pittsburgh Steelers being connected to Baker if he's uh, released on the Browns?
1: I I just think they're rumors, you know... um... I don't think anybody would have a problem if Baker did end up there, at least here locally. I don't think anyone would would care. As a Steelers fan, my question is, would you want him, you know, as your quarterback?
2: You know, we we touched on this on our show uh, yesterday. Uh, I'm all for it. You know why? Because the Steelers quarterback room is a bunch of guys that have been drafted high, but they haven't produced. So, I'm a yeah. fan of competition. So, if you bring in there and have a four quarterback race and the best man wins and that can help the Steelers win games, I'm all for it. And I think that Mike Tomlin will put that Baker Mayfield extra stuff in check. You know, so I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, I um I actually feel like the the Steelers are going to draft a quarterback, you know, maybe even Malik Willis. I think that's their goal, and then you got five, four, five quarterbacks. I think it's a crowded room um, there, so I don't see it happening. But it wouldn't be an issue with Cleveland fans here if uh, Baker went to Cleveland. So I mean, we, went to Pittsburgh. I'm sorry.
0: So we all agree Steelers fans suck. Uh, <laughs> but 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 Emmett. I'm telling you right now, if I had to rank my least favorite fan bases, the Steelers fans are not at the top of the list. Bengals fans um, are at the top of my list. I don't know if you have a list similar. You're probably friendlier than I am. I'm not. Uh, Bengals (laughs) fans drive me nuts. And the first thing that was done the second the Browns got this news, it kind of threw a wrinkle in the uh, excitement level of the Bengals because they thought they were well on their way to dominating this division for years to come, and they are a very good football team. Joe Burrow is one hell of a quarterback. I'm not here uh, to discredit anything that they're doing. I'm just here. To say I'm really high on what the Browns are doing once they kind of get through this suspension and kind of let the you know negative attention that comes with uh, Deshaun Watson die down a bit, uh, but uh, Bengals fans trying to tell me and Kev and everyone that the the reason that the Browns and the rest of the AFC are making these aggressive moves is because they're terrified of the team that lost the Super Bowl last year. Uh, where are you at with that? If if a Bengals fan called into your show and said, "Well, Emmett," Your team stinks, and the only reason they're doing these, making these moves, is because they're terrified of our team here in Cincinnati. Your response is what?
1: I would, I would tell them, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you feel confident for once about your football <laughs> team. You know, and and just keep that energy going. Look, Cincinnati's a good football team, but I don't think the move that the um, Broncos made to bring Russell Wilson had anything to do, you know, with uh, the Bengals. I think it had a lot to do with the Chiefs. I think it had a lot to do, you know, with the Raiders and the Chargers. Um, But it is an arms race in the AFC. There 100% is. And I am telling you, I don't think anybody's running away with this conference next year. I think it's going to come down to week 18, and there are going to be a lot of teams fighting and clawing for playoff position. And even though they went to the Super Bowl last year, it wouldn't shock me if the Bengals were the odd team left out because there's going to be some really good teams, not just one, but there are going to be a couple really good teams that don't make the playoffs this season.
0: Yeah, uh, Keith Byers, a former Buckeye, former NFL player, he does a show in our station as well. And we had this conversation that there's 13 to 14 legitimate playoff contenders for seven spots. And there will be not just one or two mm-hmm. elite quarterbacks. There could be more than that sitting at home watching the playoffs. But uh, I know Kev has a basketball that he wants to get to. So before that, just real quick, if you had to rank the QBs in the AFC North... Uh, end our football conversation with that. Rank them, uh from the best to, to worst, if you will. Is Deshaun Watson the best quarterback in the AFC North?
1: Wow. Um, the fact that he didn't play for a year, I won't put him number one. I've also been, and this is, I get a bunch of crap for this here locally. I've been a huge Lamar Jackson fan, you know, uh, since he was at Louisville. So, um, I'm going to say Lamar, one, Deshaun, two, Joe, three, and whatever the Steelers got going on there, <laughs> um, fourth. Uh, but they're all really good. You know, they're all really good. And I think on any given Sunday, each, each quarterback could be the best quarterback in the uh, division. So it, it's great for hey, football fans are winning right now.
0: You heard it here first from Emmett Golden that Joe Burrow, the only quarterback worse than Joe Burrow, is Mitch Trubisky. I just want to make that clear. You hear that, Bengals fans? All right, Kev, take it from
2: Last thing before we get you get up out of here are Cleveland Cavaliers hanging on to that six spot, trying to stay out of the play-in. When is Jared Allen coming back? Because the defense has been terrible without him.
1: Oh, it's been – I mean, they're they're a different team without him. It lets you know how important – he is. I can. I, it's the worst uh, answer in sports talk radio. I don't know. You know. Um, and the reason I don't know is because the Cavaliers do a great job of not putting timetables on injuries. Uh, Lowry Markkinen was out earlier this year. He was out for a month, and they never, never set a date. Never said how many weeks he'd be out. They're doing the same thing with Jared. Uh, the fact that Allen hasn't had surgery is a good sign. I think he didn't have surgery on on his uh, finger to, you know, in hopes of making it back for the playoffs. So they got to tread water. They need some help. You know, the Bulls have been falling off. Um, you know, Toronto's been up and down. Obviously, the the Cavs have have uh, have put wins together here lately. But they just got to tread water and hopefully stick to that six spot.
0: right, Emmett Golden from ESPN Cleveland. Awesome enough to hang out with us here this afternoon to talk all things Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Cavaliers, and more. Emmett, I'm sure this won't be the last time we have you on, uh, especially since uh, you dogged the Bengals. That makes you my favorite at this moment. So thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Thanks, man.